Welcome to the Business in Vancouver podcast. I'm Tyler Orton, and this podcast is brought to you by Manning Elliott Accounts and Business Advisors. And I know it's not a newsflash, but housing affordability is pretty darn bad in Metro Vancouver right now. In fact, it's the worst we've ever seen. This is according to new data from RBC. Kirk LaPointe, my co-host on Roundhouse Radio 98.3, we sat down with Robert Hogue. He's a senior economist at RBC to talk about what exactly is going on with the housing market in Vancouver and whether any of the initiatives that we're seeing from the new provincial government are actually going to do the trick and sway housing affordability in a direction that could cool the market, but in a way that keeps real estate balanced here in British Columbia. Before we get to that interview, this podcast is brought to you by Manning Allied Accountants and Business Advisors. Manning Allied has been providing expert accounting, assurance, business advisory, tax, and valuation services to businesses in the Lower Mainland and Fraser Valley since 1952. If you're serious about taking your business and brand to the next level, if you want an accounting firm that'll be there to help you every step of the way, give Manning Elliott Accountants and Business Advisors a call at 604-714-3600 at 604-714-3600, or else check them out on their website at manningelliott.ca. No further ado, here's Robert Hogue. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Business in Vancouver on Roundhouse Radio 98.3 today. We're the daily business news program from the Business in Vancouver newspaper and our website, BIV.com. I'm Kirk LaPointe. I'm Tyler Orton. Torontonians, they're getting some relief in terms of housing affordability. This is according to RBC's latest housing trends and affordability reports. So what does that mean for us here on the West Coast? With us to discuss our housing concerns is Robert Hogue. He's Senior Economist at RBC Economics Research. Robert, thanks for joining us on the program once again. Well, hello there. This is, a, this is a, in recent years, uh, a whole new definition that's been applied to the word affordability. <laughs> Help us understand what affordability really means in our market right now and, and well, how it's going. Yeah, or rather the, the lack thereof. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as, as you know, uh, uh, the uh, the booming real estate market in uh, on the west coast has uh, had a very positive impact for those who already own however for those from the outside who weren't uh, owners it, it's just raised the raised the affordability bar uh, considerably and, and in fact uh, based on the latest uh, numbers that we have on affordability for the Vancouver area, for example, uh, the affordability has never been this uh, this bad uh, anywhere, any time in Canada. Uh, so anywhere, any just, uh, anywhere, any time. Wow, lately, it's like wow. That's it, it, yeah, it just not even to, a, not, to, not even to, the turn to, of the nineteenth century. <laughs> that's well, wild. as far yeah. as as far as we go, let's put it this way, uh, yeah, from yeah. the the, the mid nineteen eighties. So it just goes to show you that uh, you know the, the pressures are you know, remain very intense. The stress remain uh, intense. Uh, affordability, to put it mild, mildly, is, is stretch if not overstretched, and and the for especially for first-time home buyers, I mean, uh, you know, the choices, the ownership choices, are very limited in, in the greater uh, Vancouver area, for example. So, are, are we seeing those strains spread out to other parts of the province? Are, are other people looking at similar issues as to Metro Vancouver right now here in British Columbia? Uh, yes, and that's something that we've uh, seen for last uh, year and a half, a couple of years in particular. For example, taking uh, a, a, a Victoria. Uh, where uh, affordability has deteriorated. And in fact, now we've seen uh, earlier uh, last uh, year, we saw some a period when affordability sort of improved in the Vancouver area, but uh, 
But in the case of, of Victoria, things continue to, to deteriorate. Mind you, it, it's on a different scale in, in Victoria compared to, um, uh, to Vancouver. Uh, so uh, things and affordability is deteriorating, but it's still on a relative basis much more affordable to uh, uh, to own a home in Victoria in Victoria compared to Vancouver. But nonetheless, the trend is is uh, being uh, becoming a challenge for some of the buyers. So, with with the the common definition of what constitutes affordable housing, there something like thirty or thirty to thirty five percent of uh, of your income going toward um, your mortgages. Um, what are we then seeing in the terms of um, a large-scale stress on the system on, uh, when you've got so many people that are this tapped out in order to pay for their housing? Is it, w- would there be very substantial ripples in other parts of the economy where people just are not being in the same way as supportive? Oh yes, and and those are difficult to measure, of course, because you no, know, we we don't um, we don't get to see at the, the household level who really is uh, uh, really at the limit, or if not beyond uh, uh, limits. And 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 unfortunately, you know, we this is uh, one of those data gaps that that uh, economists are uh, are struggling with uh, to really pinpoint you know where, where the uh, the most stressed households are. Uh, but you know, when you look at uh, it's, it's starting, and it just you know, listen to what the business community is, is saying in the Vancouver uh, uh, area is that you know, the, the lack of affordability is becoming a challenge to attract and retain uh, talent in yeah. in the area. It's it's becoming, if you ask, you know, that you're trying to 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 hire uh, a new. Um, uh, no, a new university graduate, for example, uh, for them to establish to get established in Vancouver and become ultimately at some point becoming an owner, it becomes uh, much more challenging. So for businesses trying to attract uh, talent, it, it's becoming more and more of an issue. So, uh, now how do we measure that in the economy? Well, we don't quite measure what we're losing or or might have right. potentially. Uh, contributed to to growth. Now that being said, the BC economy is, has done very well in in recent years. Growth has been very impressive. The unemployment uh, rate is is low in the province, uh, one of the lowest in in Canada, and and the Vancouver area's economy is still thriving. Uh, but nonetheless, more and more we see and we hear about those stresses uh, uh, arising from uh, from the lack of affordability. And there's almost though um, a um, uh, an allure for political figures <clears throat> to think through the dependence that is there with uh, real estate and to try not to suppress that revenue too much. You've got to be very careful and mindful of that because that is in a lot of ways, your cash cow in this province for things like provincial revenue. Uh, yes, but at the same time, keep in mind, it, it, it's tough to put measures that would uh, devalue uh, the, uh, the the main asset for, for most people. So it's, it's a tough one. I, I, I'm hard-pressed to think of a politician who would be out there and said, well, I'm, I'm here to, uh, uh, to uh, uh, lower, to... to uh, yeah. Uh, undermine the value of your home. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, I don't know, it's probably political suicide. But at the same time, I think we need to balance out uh, uh, the uh, issues, well, uh, issues of affordability, but ultimately issues of, of housing market stability 
and also uh, balance out uh, intergenerational, almost like fairness, uh, because uh, you know those who bought you know, 25 or 30 years ago have done very well. It's uh, I'm very concerned about the next generation coming in and trying to lift that Canadian dream of owning a home, and and now in many cases has become nearly impossible. Our guest today is Robert Hogue. He's senior economist at RBC. We're talking all about their new report on housing trends and affordability. And one of the things that we have seen from the new provincial government is a suite of measures meant to cool the market. Like you said, we need to find a balance here, but we have everything from a speculation tax, which I think most people are, are pointing out is more like a, an empty homes tax across um, various parts of the province. We've even seen boosts to, say, the foreign buyers tax. Are these measures going down the right path? Or are they going to get any traction further down the road here in Vancouver and other areas further on into the year? Well, I mean, ultimately, when prices are rising and rising this much, it's because there is a uh, disconnect between supply and demand. There's more demand than supply. And, and those sorts of initiatives or measures are tackling mainly on the demand side, trying to cool down the demand side. And what we've seen from the first uh, uh, go at it, you know, when the, the, uh, the previous government uh, put in place the, uh, the foreign buyer tax back in, in August 2016, is that uh, it does, it looks like it's having an, an effect on the market for a period of time, and then the, uh, the effect wears off. And we're back to the original, more or less, back to the original uh, uh, issue of this disconnect between demand and supply. Our view is that ultimately, if you want to have uh, a, a more uh, stability in the market, you've got to ensure that there's enough supply. And I think more efforts, and I you know there, there is recognition and there's some, some efforts uh, being deployed to ensure that there's more supply out there. But ultimately, the supply side is a big part of the uh, of the answer here and needs to be addressed. No types of taxes that have been put in place to cool the demand side. I mean, the uh, the, uh, the evidence in uh, Vancouver, but also elsewhere in the world, is is that it it does have uh, an effect, but only temporarily. Yeah, it is interesting the supply side issue because we are building in this community more units than there is in terms of a population growth. And yet, it doesn't seem to have quelled the uh, the hot demand. Um, as an economist, do, have, have you seen anything like this? Well, we're seeing the pressure points in other uh, parts of the world as well. I mean, keeping in mind that population growth is still very strong. I mean, there are those like fundamental tensions on the housing on the housing stock, right? When you have a a, no, a thriving local economy. And and uh, a population that's growing, uh, so it's a sign of success for for uh, the local area. And you look at elsewhere in the world, uh, some other markets that uh, or cities that have uh, uh, facing similar issues of rapidly you know, growing population growth and and thriving economically. You're seeing uh, probably similar kinds of of pressures on on housing prices now. Uh, probably Vancouver has had a, 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 a history, a recent history of, of where prices are probably flared up a bit more than, than elsewhere. 
uh, and that probably is you know, part of the, you know, the geography uh, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, that that has limited you know, the kind of the kind of housing that people ultimately want to buy. Uh, because, as you mentioned, there's a lot of construction. Mostly, it's on the condo side, and kind of smaller units and, and multi-residential. Uh, uh, and when you ask people, uh, you know, ultimately, people want to to own a property that's probably a larger property, a property that's uh, single detached. Uh, and this is where you get this this uh, geography is becoming a real limitation in in Vancouver, and that's probably is one of the reasons why prices have gone up more in Vancouver than else, elsewhere in many places, many other markets in the world. Yeah, but we do wonder about that because I think if you speak to younger generations, they are reevaluating what their goals would be for home ownership. I, I don't talk to too many of my peers right now who are adamant about having a single detached home on, say, Vancouver's west side at this moment. So with regards to that whole conversation about density, how important is that going to be pushing forward with, I guess, just the future of affordability here in an area like Metro Vancouver? Well, I mean, it's just the reality of things. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, that's the case in Vancouver. It's also the case in, in a greater Toronto area. Uh, higher density is, uh, again, because of geographic limitations, that's that's the only way, in many ways, and the only way to go in in, in uh, the Vancouver area, and in case of the GTA, it's it's more about uh, 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 of uh, regulation and rules like urban development uh, uh, constraints, uh, uh, and uh, so uh, that's you know if you look at the uh, ur- urban plans, I mean this the 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 emphasis is on on higher density, so that's going to be the reality going forward. And one last thing, uh, Robert. Uh, I think generationally we can make the comparison where in my, you know, in my early life, uh, I looked at um, this situation as an enforced savings, uh, that the mortgage was really there for an enforced savings. It it became, however, uh, an enforced investment uh, in recent years. And so there we are, where where that, uh, that investment now is, um, is something that has changed I think the nature of the way that we have housing. Uh, it 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 might have, and to the extent that it has probably encouraged some people seeing it as a, a way to get rich, mm-hmm. uh, and probably leading to a cer- certain degree of speculation, whether there were you no know, actual flippers and quickly trying to to make a quick profit, and others just sitting on properties a little bit longer than we might have seen in previous housing cycles. So. Uh, it, 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 you're you're probably right uh, to the extent that higher prices or rising prices uh, tends to attract a certain kind of buyers or investors. Well, excellent. Robert, always a pleasure speaking to you. I want to thank you for joining us on the program today. It's been a pleasure. That's Robert Hogue, Senior Economist at RBC, and you're listening to Business in Vancouver on Roundhouse Radio 98.3. I'm Tyler Orton. And I'm Kirk LaPointe. Stay with us. We'll be back after the break. And that was Robert Hogue from RBC. Fascinating conversation all about housing affordability. I want to thank you all for listening. Of course, this podcast was brought to you by Manning Elliott Accountants and Business Advisors. I ask that you maybe take a look on us over at iTunes. If you subscribe, it helps more people find us. Maybe leave us five stars a review as well if you'd be so kind. 
But for now, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Reporton. That's R-E-P-O-R-T-O-N. You can read my stories and the rest of my teams at BIV.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>